The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam has signed a state-level Voting Rights Act. As Ben Pavier reports, it's one of a handful of bills from Democrats designed to expand access to the ballot. Backers of the legislation say it adds back parts of the Federal Voting Rights Act that the U.S. Supreme Court struck down in 2013. Virginia election officials will have to notify the public or get permission from the state attorney general before they make changes to elections, like closing a polling station. Voters can also sue over alleged discrimination. Republicans argued the process could be expensive. The new law is part of a wave of legislation from Democrat-controlled states like Virginia and New Jersey designed to expand access to the ballot. Many Republican state legislatures are moving to restrict early voting, fueled by false allegations of widespread fraud. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Governor Northam is moving to legalize marijuana starting July 1st, three years ahead of schedule. As Whitney Evans reports, this would allow possession of up to an ounce of marijuana. In an interview with VPM last week, Northam said he doesn't think Virginians should be punished for something that will be legal soon in the Commonwealth. He proposed a number of changes to a bill approved in February. They include budget amendments to pay for a public awareness campaign on the health and safety risks of marijuana and training to help law enforcement recognize and prevent drugged driving. Northam's amendments would also implement worker protections in the marijuana industry and speed up the expungement and sealing of past criminal records. The changes need to be approved by the legislature. The House and Senate will take them up on April 7th for what is typically a one-day veto session. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Groups that advocated for marijuana legalization in the Commonwealth have released a statement. It praises Governor Northam's proposal to end marijuana prohibition this summer. They urged the legislature to approve the governor's amendments. The ACLU of Virginia, Marijuana Justice, and other groups said this is an historic milestone for racial justice and civil rights and will stop black and brown Virginians from being punished while the state sets up a legal marketplace. But they also criticized the legislation for treating youth possession as delinquency, subjecting young people to civil penalties and mandatory treatment. Labor advocates are cheering the latest version of Virginia's marijuana legalization bill. Amendments proposed by Governor Northam would require new marijuana businesses to stay neutral during union organizing and limit their use of contractors. Democratic Delegate Paul Krizak pushed for the changes. This is a big change, a sea change really in Virginia to legalize marijuana and to do it right. And if we're going to do it right, we got to make sure that the workers are also included in this. Lawmakers will vote on the amendments when they meet next month. In Virginia, tenants facing eviction are now legally required to work with their landlords to get rental assistance from the state. Patrick McLeod is CEO of the Virginia Apartment Management Association. He says the state's rent relief program has been successful, but he worries the federal moratorium on evictions, which has been extended through June, has led some tenants to believe they don't need to apply for state assistance. We are very heavily concentrated on making sure that when residents receive a 14-day notice for late payment of rent, Number one, don't freak out. The notice is required by state law. And number two, you have to respond. 
To take advantage of the federal protections outlined by the CDC, residents have to show they've made their best efforts to access rental assistance. Health officials said they planned to send emails to up to 7,500 people in the Richmond and Henrico areas last night to sign up for the COVID-19 vaccine. This group is part of the first round of vaccinations for people in Phase 1C, which includes individuals working in energy, public safety, food service, the media, and hairstylists. As the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts enter the next phase in vaccine distribution, doses are still being offered to people who were eligible in Phases 1A and 1B. Hospitalizations due to COVID-19 remain steady across Virginia. As of yesterday, there are just over 1,000 people hospitalized due to the virus. According to the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association, about 2,600 ICU beds are occupied, which is roughly 77% of capacity. 843 ventilators are currently in use across the state, about 29% of the total available. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Wednesday, March 31st at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.